Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hey, it's Jack Osborne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Tommy Corfettis, drummer for Ozzy Osborne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. This is Rudy Sarzo, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Everybody, what the hell's going on? This is Zach Wall from Black Label Society and the Ozzy Osbourne Band. And we're all doing a hang, throwing back some cold ones, and we're talking metal. Take it easy. This is Blasco from Ozzy Osbourne. You're listening to Talking Metal. Hello, this is Tony Iommi, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. My name is Mark Striegel. I'm so glad you could join us for this episode. It's a great one. We got some great music and some great discussion. We're going to hear some great songs by Black Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne. And we're going to talk about a great new TV show called Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. It's on every Sunday night on the History Channel you got to check this out. It's so much fun. The people over at History Channel have been great to me. They've allowed me to uh, 
see a lot of the episodes, some of which haven't aired yet. And the one that airs this Sunday, you guys have to tune into because it's, I mean, I'm going to let Jack tell us about it, but it's off the hook. It ends with a truly emotional moment for anybody who's a fan of Ozzy or the Blizzard of Oz record specifically. And and Jack's going to tell us about what what goes down uh, at the end of this week's Ozzy and Jack's World Detour episode. Tune in live at 10 o'clock on the History Channel, Sunday night. My friend uh, Matt Ginsberg is somebody who worked on the show, and I just want to say, Matt, thank you so much for making this interview with Jack uh, happen, and thank you so much, Matt, too, for bringing us this great show. Also wanted to thank Charlotte, uh, who works with Jack. She helped line up the interview. And also, oh, back over at the History Channel, we need to thank Kristen, who works in the press department and also was uh, instrumental in lining this interview up. Cool. And wow, what a, what a week for uh, the Osborne family and myself. I mean, I just feel like this is amazing. I've had Jack on the show this week. Um, I don't like to say things before they happen, but I'm probably going to be having a kind of member of Black Sabbath on the show. And when I, you'll see what I mean by that. A guy who's uh, on tour with them right now. Uh, not Ozzy Geezer or Tony, but somebody else who is making music with them every night is probably going to be on the show. I'm hoping to meet up with him at his hotel once he settles in in New York City. And I'm going to see Sabbath. Eighth freaking row, dudes. Uh, PNC Art Center, Homedale, New Jersey. One of my favorite places to see shows. I, I just love seeing shows there. So many great shows uh, I've seen there through the years. And my wife and I, usually when we're going there, we go all out and get the VIP tickets or whatever and pay an arm and a leg and, and get up front. Everybody thinks I get the tickets for free because I have this this podcast. Guess again, guys, I don't buy a lot of stuff for myself. Uh, you know, it's all about my kids and family at this point. But uh, when it comes to tickets, I do splurge because I like to be you know, closer to the stage, as close as possible, as close as I can afford. And that's what's going on with Sabbath. We'll be there. Eighth row, dead center. Cannot wait. It's this Tuesday. And yeah, so enough of my blabbing. Let's get into some music right now, and then we'll follow that up with my interview, a 15-minute interview with Jack Osborne. He's going to tell us all about this great show that's on History Channel every Sunday night for the next month or two, at least, um, at 10 o'clock. So tune in, set your DVRs, and check it out. World Detour is the show with uh, Ozzy and Jack. So anyways, here we go. Some Sabbath, a little sound sample. To get the whole thing, go to iTunes and buy it. This is Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, followed by my interview with Jack Osborne.
Hello, Jack. Hello, Ma. Hey, Jack. Thanks so much for doing this. No problem. Thank you. Great. I've had the pleasure of seeing a bunch of the episodes that are currently airing, and uh, they're excellent. And I just, general question up top here, where did the whole idea for this TV show come from? Uh, the idea kind of came from, it's actually really kind of organic. I was having a conversation with a colleague of mine, and we were kind of spitballing just some ideas, and she kind of blurted out. She's like, well, what, would you ever do a history show with your dad? And, you know, my answer is, sure, I would do that, but getting my dad to do TV is a totally other story. You know, he's, you know, having done the Osbournes, and he kind of didn't really enjoy, I think he, well, I should say, he, I don't think he was overly thrilled with the experience of working in television, and right. the whole thing is like, I'm a musician, that's, that's just what I do. Um, and so it was like kind of convincing him would, I think it would be the hard part about this whole equation. And so I just thought nothing of it, and then about six weeks went by, and I'm in a car with him, and, and I just was like, hey, you know, would you ever want to do a history show with me? And he was like, yeah, I'll do that, that sounds like fun. And I'm like, oh. Okay, right. so went back and kind of packed, got everything all sorted and packaged, and uh, you know went went on our merry way with shopping at the networks. Cool. And history is the network that it's on every Sunday at 10 p.m. on the History Channel again. And you guys go all over the place uh, during the oh, course yeah. of this season. And I want to specifically talk about a, a couple of the places that you you end up. But but first off, where where was your favorite place to visit with your dad? Man, you know, it's funny because I, I really, really loved a little about everywhere we went. Um, probably off the top of my head, you know, as far as country, you know, we went to Cuba and that was a really amazing experience to go. Right. Um, and just check that place. I mean, Grand, you know, we're in Havana, so I often think, you know, it's probably their best foot forward. Yeah. Uh, but it was beautiful. The, the place was I mean, like nowhere I've ever been. I've, I've traveled a lot, and I've been to a lot of really cool places, but Cuba was definitely a unique destination, and the food was amazing. The people were just awesome. Um, but then, you know, we went to Rapid City, South Dakota. You know, we you know we did an episode of kind of going to Rushmore, and, and that was an amazing place. I, you talk about a flyover state that you just never really think anything of, but, right. like, this place was awesome. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, I... You know, I, I love traveling, so everywhere I go, I, I will always kind of find something I really enjoy. And how long were you guys on the road doing this? Because, I mean, again, you're all over the place. We, it it takes about five days to do an episode. So, wow. you know, it was about 10 weeks altogether, you know, but we just staggered it over uh, about a, uh, probably a four-month, five-month period. Nice. Now, you know, I'm a massive fan of your dad's and one one thing I grew up always hearing was the story about him being banned from uh, what is it San Antonio is or in San Texas Antonio, yeah yeah for urinating on the Alamo and I, I found this part of the show really interesting because it was you know a part of Ozzy's history that you go into here and you really uncover some stuff that uh, a lot of us fans never knew and can you explain what you discover about the whole myth of him pissing on the Alamo? Sure, I mean like you know I, I'm I'm sure pl- most of your listeners will will know the the backstory uh, or the you know the the legend that is um, right definitely you know, dad got drunk with. Dad got drunk with Motley Crue in San Antonio, and it was like 
nine in the morning and he went for a walk and he was wearing a woman's dress <laughs> and he allegedly urinated up the Alamo and then immediately got arrested for it. Um, and kind of through poking around and doing research, you know, we kind of discovered that there's a lot of um, kind of different eyewitness accounts, whether he actually urinated on the Alamo or on this monument that's across the street from the Alamo, which doesn't necessarily make it any better or worse because it's a right. war monument, you know, dedicated right. to the soldiers that died there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't know which one is worse. Uh, but when we when we uncovered his police record, it turned out he was he didn't get arrested for public urination. He got arrested for just being uh, for public intoxication. So um, I guess maybe because the cop didn't actually witness him peeing, they couldn't get him for that. So maybe they just got him for being drunk in public. So is there a chance that maybe he didn't pee anywhere in the area? You know, there is. There is a chance, but there's enough people saying that he did urinate at some point at the right. Alamo. Okay. The, okay. the funny, the funny thing is though, in like in kind of researching this and like putting the episode together, you know, we found out that when people go to the Alamo, they ask more questions about my dad peeing on the Alamo than they do about Davy Crockett. Wow, wow, it's crazy. Which is yeah, kind of funny, you know. And I, and I joke in the episode, I'm like. You're literally one of the only people who pissed their way into history books. <laughs> right on. You know, this this Sunday, uh, there's another great episode airing again on 10, 10 o'clock on the History Channel. But the ending of this episode really hit an emotional nerve in me when I was watching it because you guys head into uh, to this place called Iron Mountain and you do something really cool while you're there and to see your father's reaction to what you're doing while you're there it's it's it just really is an emotional moment can you talk a little bit about what what's going to go down in in this week's episode at iron mountain sure so so this week's episode like you said you know we go to iron mountain and iron mountain is a privately owned um kind of storage facility and but when i mean storage facility i mean they have like you know, all of Corbis, you know, the photo company, they have all of their photos in there. They've got Sony BMG's archives, you know, all the, you know, all the master tapes are stored in there. Right. They've got, I mean, a lot of places when we were driving around, they're like, don't film that. Don't, don't, you know, don't mention this on camera because it's really like, by all accounts, it's kind of like a nuclear doomsday bunker. Like they, people store stuff in there because theoretically it will survive a nuclear explosion. Um, right and what kind of drew us to this place is, well, as I said, you know, Sony BMG stored their master tapes there, and that's where a lot of my dad's masters are kept. And so in this episode, I, you know, I, I, we, we bring him down there, and we, uh, you know, we, we listen to um, the masters of, you know, recording of, of Crazy Train and, you know, and some of the studio sessions from Blizzard of Oz, and that's stuff my dad hadn't heard in 35, 36 years. Yeah, so it's really, um, you know, and, and I think, you know, for him, it's such a painful kind of thing, I think, you know, beneath it all because of, you know, the loss of Randy. Yeah. Um, and you can, you know, and the isolating, like, you know, Randy's guitar and you can literally hear Randy's fingers, like, sliding up and down the fret. It's, yeah. It was really bizarre. Um, it's kind of strange. It was almost like opening up a time capsule. 
Yeah, and I mean, it, it like it seemed like a real heavy moment for him. How 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 was he after the fact when you guys left there? Did he seem rattled by it, or was he happy that you'd he, done it? He, he was a little he was a little rattled by it. I, you know, I think I, I think everyone was expecting him to be more like excitable, but you know, I think we don't. You know, there's a there's a level of trauma that's so associated right. with what happened, and still something that is almost. You know, you'd have to be a special kind of person to completely process that kind of loss and, and to the kind of the way it happened. So, yeah. you know, for my dad, it's still, you know, it's very much a, an open wound still. And, you know, misses his, his friend dearly. And and so I think hearing that kind of stuff just kind of churns up a lot of a lot of feelings. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely insane when you guys, again, isolate the tracks. And you actually, in this episode, you get to hear randy's solo like isolated and it, it's it's yeah. it's not mixed with all the music and stuff there's definitely a different sound to it that it, it just puts it right in your face it's really a great episode that everyone has to tune into this sunday night at at 10 o'clock now on, on this uh show jack you're also not only in front of the camera you're one of the the producers on the show and i know a number of years back you did a great documentary god bless ozzy osbourne um how, how does what do you prefer being in front of the camera or working behind the camera and in the edit room? What what's, where's the place you like being the most? You know, I really, I like having the kind of creative outlet to be able to, you know, explore and come up with cool ideas and find interesting things to kind of focus on. Cause you know, mainly I, I work in non-scripted so reality TV game shows, that kind of thing. Right. Um, so I really enjoy the kind of creative process and bringing something to life. Um, but I also really enjoy hosting stuff. So I'm very fortunate to kind of, you know, this is, this is actually the first time I've ever executive produced something that I've been on. Oh, okay. kind of interesting. Um, and I kind of liked it. Yeah. I kind of, in a, in a weird kind of way, kind of, I have a lot of control. So, uh, <laughs> right it's kind of fun. Are there any other projects you could tell us about that you're working on as far as TV shows or films? We, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we, I, I produced another show. Um, probably can't give too much info, but it's with my mom. Okay. Um, and it's like a, it's like a real estate show. Um, and then, yeah, just got a bunch of other stuff in development right now and trying to, trying to get that, that green light to move forward a series. You know, it's, uh, TV's a strange, strange world with many obstacles so it's uh you know wh- one minute you can wake up and you know you've got like 10 people being like yeah we'll buy that and then you go 10 months and not one person will take a bite so it's uh you know there's always the ups and downs but it's fun it's what makes it exciting right on um so your dad is heading back out on the road with sabbath for what appears to be the final leg of the final black sabbath tour I'm going to be catching them in New Jersey on uh, t- this coming Tuesday, the 23rd. Will you be right. uh, Will you be going out with them for any of the shows? I probably I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. Well, I'll definitely hit up some West Coast dates. I think um, when he because he he flies in and out, and so I'll if he's around you know, when he hubs out of the out of his house in LA, right. I'll probably jump on the plane with him, catch a gig here and there. But I'm definitely going to go to the uh, the finale finale when where, wherever that last date is. I will I will be there. 
Yeah, the final date is February 4th in, in Birmingham, according to the website. And I mean, that's got to be yeah. obviously a very emotional moment for, for Tony Geezer and, and your dad. But what about you? Like, what kind of emotions do you get when you think about a final, final performance by Black Sabbath? It's kind of weird. You know, and, and in the past, they've done like, oh, this is it. We're not touring anymore. And da 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 da. But like, I can honestly say, having been privy to like lots of conversations between, you know, the various managers and everyone, like they are, they are not touring as Black Sabbath ever again after this. So it is a little, um, finite. It's, it's weird. It's almost like, I don't know. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, people that have those like living wakes and they like plan <laughs> yeah. their own funeral before they even die. Right. Like, right. I kind of feel like that. It's like, should we be, should we mourn? We have like a, like a level of mourning on that last gig or right. what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they will be missed, but what a, what a just legendary, awesome career Sabbath has had. And so, so amazing. But anyways, just to circle back to the show before I let you go, um, just, it's Ozzy and Jack's World Detour on the History Channel, Sundays at 10 p.m. And, uh, yeah, it's great, great watch. It was actually just, uh, they let me take a little peek at the finale, which is still a little ways away. But that's, like, all about music. You guys go and go to the studio that Elvis recorded at. And one cool thing about this show is there's a lot of music in it and a lot of your dad's music. So I, I think it's... Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting that um, you were able to squeeze that in in there, and I'm, I mean it's a it's a big well. You know, the good thing is we 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 know some people, so you know we, yeah. we got a we got a good we got a good rate on dad's music. So <laughs> right on, right on, Jack. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity, and I uh, appreciate uh, the support. The show's great. I really mean that. Have a good Thank night. You. You too. Thank okay. you. Take care. Later. Bye. just heard there was a little sound sample of Crazy Train, Go Buy the Whole Thing, on iTunes. That's a big part of this episode uh, this week, the song Crazy Train. And when I say it's a big part of the episode, I'm of course talking about Ozzy and Jack's World Detour on History Channel at 10 p.m. So if you like Blizzard of Oz, if you like Ozzy, if you're a heavy metal fan, rock and roll fan, 
this is a show, specifically this episode, to to check out because they do some freaking stuff that's just freaking crazy, which Jack was telling us about. Like you hear the Randy Rhodes guitar solo with them isolating it. It's it's so great. It's so great. Check it out. And check out every show. The season finale, which is still a ways off. I was just watching. It's great. Ozzy in that in that episode, Ozzy picks up a harmonica and is like jamming the wizard. We get to see some old classic footage of Black Sabbath in that in that episode. And it's really a well put together show. It's great how they kind of interweave Ozzy's history into historical events and historical places. Uh, great job by Jack Osborne, who is one of the executive producers, and also my friend Matt Ginsberg, who is uh, one of the people on the history side, uh, history channel side of this sh- fence that worked his ass off on this show. Matt is a true talent, known in many years, and always delivers great content. One of my Best memories, not that anybody cares, but one of my favorite memories of Matt Ginsburg is <clears throat> we worked on a, a Michael Jackson special together where, where our, our boss got an interview. He flew to like Thailand or somewhere and got an interview with Michael Jackson. And uh, it was like the first interview that Michael did after his big Diane Sawyer interview. And so it was kind of a big deal. And we edited it through the night. And I remember this is, you know, before the days where you'd upload stuff, you know, we physically drove the tape to, to Long Island and delivered it to, um, the satellite hookup, which was called the NOC. And I remember getting out of the edit at like, you know, 5am on Saturday, driving to Long Island, dropping that tape off and coming back into the city. And it was like nine in the morning on Saturday. We were just, leaving the edit after like a marathon edit session for a few days. So yeah, a lot of memories with, uh, with Matt Ginsburg. He's done a lot of great stuff at history channel as well as fuse and, and VH one and, uh, great guy. So Matt, thanks for being the one who put the ball in motion for the Jack Osborne interview today. And thanks for giving us such a great show with Ozzy and Jack's world detour. And on that note, this is a great Ozzy song that I feel sometimes is overlooked. Ozzy put out two great records, Black Rain and Scream. They are his, I guess, two final solo records, unless he gives us another solo record somewhere down the down the road. But they're, they're two great overlooked records. And if you don't know them, go back and listen to them because there's a lot of great tunes on, on these records. Uh, Adam Wakeman was heavily involved with the Scream record. I think he did a great job doing some co-writing with... Uh, with Ozzy and Blasco and the guys. Uh, it's great stuff. Zach, of course. Anyways, this is 11 Silver off of Black Rain by Ozzy Osbourne. Thanks, guys. Support Talking Metal by leaving us a review on iTunes, and you can use our Amazon links on TalkingMetal.com. Go like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter, all that stuff. Cool. 11 Silver by Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne. 